the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. What am I going to learn from this story today? Listen, friend, God's coming with a blessing to you as a result of hearing this story and believing what God has said and what God has done. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. When God steps in, and He's ready to step in this morning, I know that. He is ready to step in and to make Himself known, His presence known in your situation. We're going to look at Hagar. We're going to drop back a little bit earlier in the story of Abraham and see what happened a little earlier on. I've taken it out of the order in which it was presented in the Bible, which it is presented in the Word. But uh, the Holy Spirit has speaking to my heart, and he tells me, listen to me, friends, he tells me, He has told me, he is telling me now that he wants to show you great and mighty things that you know not about. He wants to show them to me also. He wants to reveal himself in a great way, very much like he revealed himself to Hagar. Listen to his word, hear his word and know this, that God is right there, right standing on the edge, ready to step into your situation. What is your situation that you need God in? Think about it. Here he comes by the power of the Holy Spirit to make himself known. And when God steps in, things change every time for the better. Abraham had two sons. The first son name was Ishmael. The second son was Isaac. Now, God, long time ago, had spoken to Abraham and Sarah and told them that he was going to give them a son. It would be Abraham's son and Sarah's son. And as I've said in other sermons, this was the son through which the Messiah would eventually come. Well, they waited and waited. Now, think about it. How long have you been waiting for your answer? And they waited. Well, they became impatient, just like we do sometimes. And Sarah came up with an idea. Abraham thought it was okay and a good idea. She said, here, you take my slave girl, Hagar. You have relations with her. When she becomes pregnant and has a son, I will take that son because it's your son. And I will keep that son as our son. And this will be the one that God has ordained. Isn't it something how we, we figure it all out for God and we know what God needs and we give God good advice? And it all sounds maybe legitimate in the beginning. And so Abraham thought this was a good idea. This was a nice looking lady, this slave girl. 
So I'll meet with her. She'll have a son. It'll be our son. We're too old now. We've got to move on this thing. We're running out of time. <laughs> so he moved on it very quickly. <laughs> no hesitation. I've never heard of a wife saying something like that. Have you? <laughs> Giving her husband permission. <laughs> I'll take the baby when it comes. No. But that's what happened here. You know, Abraham, a very intelligent person, the man of faith, his promise is to us also. And uh, he slipped up and made one of the biggest boo-boos. And what we are still experiencing the fallout from that even to this very day. Well, after a period of time, when God's time came, then God brought forth Isaac. Sarah became pregnant. She had a beautiful little baby boy. And when the baby boy was weaned, Abraham was so happy, he threw a great party. Why, he was an extremely rich man. And there was never a party in all the land like he had when his son Isaac was weaned. Well, the other boy, the older boy, the half-brother, Ishmael, began to mock little Isaac. Now, I've wondered as I've read this story, did Hagar put her son up to that? Hagar said, hey, he didn't give you a party. He didn't give my son a great party like this. When, and you're his dad, uh, his son. He's your dad also. And so she may have instigated this. I don't know. You ever feel like you want to instigate a little trouble? <laughs> Get something going or, or, or straighten something out that you think it needs to be straightened out? Well, this is what may have happened. But at any rate, we do know this, that one boy was jealous of the other boy and he began to mock the boy. Well, Sarah saw what the half-brother was doing to her son and she became very angry. Well, she called Abraham in and she said, you get rid of that woman. Hey, you told me to have sex with that woman. Now you want me to get rid of the woman? You get rid of her and that boy because that boy will not be part of the inheritance uh, that God has for my son. Well, Abraham, the scripture, the word that, was, that is used is distressed. This was his boy also. And he was greatly distressed. But God spoke to Abraham and said, do what Sarah is asking you to do. Send that woman away and that boy. Because I have blessed that boy. And that boy is going to be a great nation. Well, he did exactly that, Abraham. He gave her food. He gave her water. I don't know that he even gave her a donkey to ride on. But he pointed to the desert. He said, there's the door. And off she went with that little boy. What a story. Nothing quite like it in the Bible. But here it is today for you and for me to read it and to learn something from it. What am I going to learn from this story today? Listen, friend, God's coming with a blessing to you as a result of hearing this story and believing what God has said and what God has done. Now, here is Hagar. She's an outcast. She's been rejected. She's refused. She's been taken advantage of, and now she's kicked out. What a story. Is God in that? It doesn't sound that way. 
Abraham, such cruelty to this woman and to your boy. This is your flesh and blood, and you're putting him out into the wilderness. Well, as I read this story, I thought, what a situation this woman was in with her little boy. And uh, this is what else I thought. Sometimes we get ourselves into trouble, and sometimes life just turns on us, and trouble comes. It appeared that life turned on Hagar. She was a slave. She had to do what Sarah and Abraham instructed her, or commanded her, or forced her to do. Life just seemed to turn on her, and now of God and look at the mess I'm in. Has the man of God ever put you in a situation? Well, you're there because God wants to grow your faith and stretch your faith. It may not have been what you wanted and even what God wanted, but God can take that which is wrong or negative and bring beauty out of it. He can take ashes and make a glorious majesty out of it. If you give it to God and if you learn the lesson that God has. Friend, listen to me. All things work together for good. Have you heard that scripture before? How many of us really believe it? Hey, that was for my good. I accept that. God's dealing with me. God's showing me. God's leading me. God has a blessing for me. Hey, change your language and your words and your faith. And grow strong in the Lord and let the blessing... The blessing hasn't come because you haven't accepted that from the Lord yet. And look to God to bring it. Now, no one has ever been in dire situation like Hagar was in. Sometimes we get ourselves into situations. I got a message from a person. She said, I shouldn't have married this man. The person that used to come to this church lives in another state now. She writes to me about every month, sends a little offering to Change Point, $20, $40 a month. Dear soul, she wrote, writes to me, and she said, I had to leave him. And she said, Pastor, it's because of my lack of faith and my lack of prayer. I'm a Christian. He is not a Christian. He never was a Christian. I knew better. I knew better, Pastor Morris, but I married him anyway. He was so nice, but then he became so abusive. I couldn't stand him. I couldn't live with him anymore. I had to leave, and she's off somewhere far. I don't know what state she's in right now, but she continues to write in to me. I've heard other people say something like, Pastor, I'm sick today. I knew I shouldn't have used alcohol like I used it. I knew I shouldn't have used tobacco like I used it. I, I ate wrong and I, I didn't do the things that I should have done to take care of my body. And look at me today. I've done it all to myself. Fred, I, I don't know what has happened. Obviously, I don't. But whatever has happened, whether you've done it to yourself or whether life has just turned on you and you are in a terrible place, regardless whether it's your fault or the fault of life, that makes no difference this morning. God is a God of love and mercy, and he's going to come when we tell him, repent, look to him, and say, God, I made a mistake, or God, I'm just living, and things all went wrong. Whatever it is, God is here to bless and to help you.
yourself and looking back and saying, I should have, I could have, I would have. No, look to the Lord. He is still the healer of broken lives and broken hearts. Somebody say amen. Amen. This is God's message. We'll return to today's message following this opportunity to let you know that audio versions of the Healing Word broadcast are available anytime at OnePlace.com and video versions of the program can be viewed on LightSource.com. So whenever you need encouragement from a faith-building message, search for the Healing Word at OnePlace.com and LightSource.com. Now, let's return to Pastor Jack Morris with the conclusion of today's message. It looked like a very cruel thing that Abraham did. And for first appearances, it was cruel. But you know, there's another side to the story. I want to give you both sides of the coin today. I want to turn the coin over. God had arranged to bless Ishmael. God had a blessing in this. Hagar didn't see it. Ishmael didn't see it. Abraham didn't see it. Nobody saw it. But God had a blessing in this negative thing that happened to her. She thought it was so negative and so wrong. And in first appearance, that's exactly how it appeared. But God had a blessing there already arranged. God had provisions that she didn't know about. She hadn't seen yet. Her eyes hadn't been opened yet. The word of God hadn't come yet. And she thought it was all over and it appeared that death was imminent well she went off into the wilderness and the scripture said she wondered aimlessly where do I go from here the sun overhead scorching her the sun beating upon the sand and that reflecting back into her she ran out of food she ran out of water it's over I'll never get back. Friend, if you don't think you're ever going to get back, you are never going to get back. But when you think that God is with you and you accept the situation as from the Lord, you're already back, or at least 99% of the way back. She thought it was all over. You know, there's a, there's a hymn in our, our hymnal, and I'm not going to ask you to sing it. I thought about asking you to sing it, but it's entitled, He Giveth More Grace. He giveth more grace When the burden grows greater, are you listening to me? You've sung it maybe how many times? He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction, he addeth his mercy to multiplied trials. Not one or two trials, but to multiplied trials. His multiplied peace. Oh, this is the part I want you to hear. Here it is. Only has two verses. Are you listening? You've sung it. When we have exhausted the store of our endurance, I can't take it anymore. I've had enough. I've had enough. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half done. Here it is. When we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's full giving is only begun. Friend, is the needle on empty today? Someone dropped by yesterday. I was at a service station 
he walked over to me. I never saw the man before in my life. And he said something to me, and I didn't hear him. I said, what did you say, sir? He said, I'm out of gas. He said, I need some money. Sir, would you give me some money for gasoline? So I gave him a little bit of money, and then I saw him drive out. I guess he put some gas in. Friends, some of you are just out of spiritual gasoline today. (laughs) But look where you are. You're in an oasis, even in your desert. You're in the house of God. Can you say praise the Lord? You are where God wants you to be because you are hearing this message from the Lord today. It's God's holy word. So she, Hagar, she's wandering in the desert. Now, she's from Egypt, and no doubt she was trying to get back to Egypt. She'd been kicked out of Abraham's house, and she wanted to get back to Egypt to her own people. But you get out in the desert, no matter which way you look in the desert, it all looks the same. And pretty soon she completely lost her bearings and she didn't know where, where she was going. She may have been going into, in circles, just wondering, wondering. Friend, you depend on yourself. You're going to get nowhere. <laughs> you're going to go in a circle and come right back, have the same thing happen to you again. Same thing happen to you again. Friend, God has a great lesson of faith and growth for every one of us. And she was wondering until she ran out of food and she ran out of water. It's death for my son. It's death for me. She ran out of her resources. Now, it was then. It was then. Oh, friend, listen to me today. It was then that God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. When are you going to come to the place, an honest confession, I can't do it, I can't handle it, my resources are not great enough, and I've just exhausted the store of my hoarded resources. I have no more resources at all. This is what happened to Hagar. She was just out of resources, and she began to sob, and a little boy a long distance off where she couldn't hear him. She knew where he was under that bush, and he was sobbing. It's terrible that we wait and wait and wait and get to that place. What had happened if she had prayed earlier? I believe God would have led her, answered her prayer. All of that suffering, all of those months, all of those years, however long, she would have been blessed just like we are blessed when we look to the Lord. And I feel like calling out, Hagar, Hagar, when are you going to look up? You see, she was so taken up with what she didn't have. She was so taken up with what happened to her. She couldn't get that memory out of her mind. Who did it to me? Why it happened to me, I don't know why, but it did happen. I didn't do anything to deserve this. And so on and on and on we go. Looking at what happened, looking at what we don't have. She was looking at the empty pouch that carried the water. She was looking at the empty pouch that carried the food. I don't have anything. I'm without. I don't deserve to be without, but I'm without. She was at the end of herself, at the end of her resources. Her attention was focused on what had happened to her. Do you have anything more than you had before you became a Christian? Do things affect you the same way they used to before you became a Christian? Well, then why on earth 
Did you become a Christian? <laughs> There's new life in Jesus, friends. There's resurrection in life. Jesus said to the lady at the well, the Samaritan woman, whoever drinks of the water from this well, this is what he was saying, I'm paraphrasing, will thirst again and again and again. Friend, it'll keep coming back. It'll keep coming back. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but be a well, a fountain of living water springing up into everlasting life. And then on that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and with a loud voice, it, King James says he cried with a loud voice, not a soft whisper. He wants people to hear the message he has. With a loud voice, he said, if anyone thirsts, anyone, whether life's turned on you or whether you did it to yourself, it's immaterial. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. For out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of life, rivers of living water, streams in the desert, he says. Wow, this is his promise to God's people. And you're God's people. And he's promising you greatness today. But notice this. Please notice this. You've heard me say this before, and I'll continue to say it. The angel came and spoke to her. The second thing that happened, her eyes were open. It is the spoken word that we ignore that keeps our eyes closed to the resources that God has. But when God speaks, faith comes. Our eyes are open. And then she filled the pouch with water, the skin with water, and she took it and she gave it to her son and he drank and there was refreshing. Life became new and beautiful and wonderful again. Oh, I'm praying that God would open my eyes, your eyes, our eyes, and we would see the provision that the Lord has for us. There's a well of water, Hagar. There's refreshing. There's life for you and your son. Open your eyes. Hear the word of God and your eyes will be open. But if the word of God doesn't get in and you believe what you're hearing, then your eyes will stay closed and you'll not see the provision that God has. Angels watching over me. Jesus was at the tomb or in the tomb. The stone was over the tomb. It had the appearance to the Roman government that it was all over. Even the disciples, they thought it was all over. Jesus was dead. It was gone. Yes, if your Jesus is dead, you're not going to rise from where you are. But there were angels at that tomb. Soon the earth is going to shake. Soon the stone is going to roll away. Soon Jesus is going to step forth in transcending majesty and glory. The soldiers are going to fall like dead men. God knows how to overcome with you and for you, friend. Mary was crying. Where have they taken him? Where have they laid my Lord? She looked at him and then she turned back and looked at the tomb. She kept looking at the tomb, at the wrong, at what seemingly went wrong. Friend, listen to me. God is still in charge and if something has gone wrong, it's because he allowed it to go wrong for our good and for our blessing. And then when she turned, after she heard, friend, you must hear first. Hagar had to hear the angel's voice. Mary had to hear the voice of Jesus. And then when she heard him speak her name, 
She said, Rabboni. But hearing, hearing, have you heard? Has it resonated? Has it gotten in? If so, a marvelous change has taken place. Your resource has come. And that resource is Jesus. Looking to Jesus. Praise the Lord forevermore. He's your God and Savior. Thank you for listening to The Healing Word today. Originating at the Largo Community Church in South Bowie, Maryland, our church exists to spread the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to families, our community, our nation, and the world, making disciples of all who believe in Christ through salvation in Him. If the Lord lays it on your heart, will you pray for our ministry and the Healing Word program and consider supporting our efforts to minister to people with a financial gift? It only takes a few minutes to go to our website, largocc.org and click the donations button at the top of the homepage. It's simple to do, but so important in helping us spread the healing word to all those who need hope for tomorrow. Thank you for partnering with us. May God bless you for your prayers and financial support. And friend, we invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.